0: Morning, everyone. Welcome to Coffee with Casey, where we talk about the market conditions. Today, we're going to talk about preparing your home. There are five major steps if you want to accomplish the goal of selling your home in the first 96 hours. And Why is 96 so important? Well, we sell our house in the first 96 hours. That's when all the magic happens. That's when people bring in contracts, multiple contracts. People start bidding against themselves. I mean, In that first 96 hours, we've had sellers bid 50,000 over their own contract, 150 over their own contract. So this is when people remove home inspections. You know, this is when the maximum pressure is on the buyer and the most leverage is with the seller. So what we're really trying to do is we're trying to make sure that we price it right, we prepare the home, that, you know, we do our marketing correctly, we pull in people from out of the area. We do our predictive analysis to understand that we know we're at the right price, and then it's on to contract negotiation. So this is the second step. It's very important in preparing the house. Now, let me just say this. Nobody wants to prepare the house. I don't want to do it. Billy doesn't want to do it. Seller doesn't want to do it. But nine out of 10 buyers don't want to do it either. So if you want to capture nine out of 10 buyers, we need to strap it on. We need to get this done, whether we want to or not, and we need to prepare the home for the largest possible buyer pool, okay? So we're going to talk about what we do, getting ready, getting a home ready. You know, there's putting lipstick on the home. There's taking it from a traditional to a transitional phase, and that really changed everything. When Morgan came on board, she coined it as saying, well, most homes are in a traditional phase, and and they need to get to a transitional because the buyers are looking for that transitional look. The linear look, the clean look, the decluttered look, you know, they don't want anything on the windows. So we're trying to prepare for that largest, most powerful buyer pool of people that are looking for transitional homes. So we do that many ways, right? We've got, you know, current colors that we want to make sure that the house has. We have hardware. Nobody wants to take out all the knobs on the house, but we do on pretty much every other house that we we talk to. (laughs) We don't want to put in lighting fixtures and change those out, but you're going to see in a minute the difference between a traditional home and a transitional home. And Billy executes this plan, and Morgan and Kelly and, and Pat, and they all execute this plan with every listing. And <laughs> currently, this year, all the houses, 23 out of 24, have all gone under contract in that first 96 hours. We've had multiple contracts in that. The only one that didn't go was uh, Johnny sold the largest home in Haymarket. Home had been on three times and unsuccessful uh, three times. Um, but Johnny sold it for 1.2375, the largest sale in Haymarket since 2004. Actually, largest sale in Prince William County
1: since 2000. What was the number on that? 2.3? Yeah. 2.375, yeah.
0: So... Um, so that's why this is uh, this is all very important. And what we're going to take you through is is how we get the home prepared so that we can get that first 96. Now, very important because if we get the first 96, we also, not only throughout the home inspection, not only throughout the appraisal, can steer them to Cardinal Title where Cardinal Title is our home turf. We want Cardinal Title oh, yeah. for this reason. When we prepare a home, First thing we do on our listing, have them run title. Make sure the title is clean. Make sure there's not going to be any surprises as we go along. This is important. The other thing is, um, and this, uh, the Samson Properties Mastermind Group got together and somebody asked the question, anybody thought about doing pre-inspections on homes? And we were like, we haven't had a home inspection in two and a half years. Well, then came June and July of 2022. Everybody wanted home inspections two out of the first four home inspections we had the contracts kicked out so we got out in front of that and said yeah. okay we're gonna do a six-point inspection with an inspector get him out
1: let's make sure we have uh, the roof yeah. the you know the, electrical you know, hvac there's no water in the basement you know all of the the top tier things that uh a, a home inspect yeah right exactly Yep."
0: So once we have the home inspection done, we've got the title report done. Now it's time to turn our focus on what do we have to do to this house. I'm going to tell you. And again, I I see this at every listing appointment and it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Um, We were in a 6,500 square foot home. Um, It was yellow. Um, And the reason why I acquiesced to the 30-somethings is because they're our buyer pool. The 60-somethings are not the buyer pool. The yellow paint looked good to me. <laughs> it looked great. It's fine, and first of all, this is a massive house. It's sixty five hundred square feet, and there's big walls and ceilings and all stuff. And Morgan, Morgan goes, "No, we're definitely painting." And the seller doesn't want to paint, nope. and I don't want to paint. And I'm like, "Oh, please, please don't say that." So for eighty five hundred bucks, she had that house painted. Now I'm going to tell you this goes on next week. It was going to go on at 1.8, and hopefully get that. It'll go over 1.9. Yes. It is spectacular. It is huge. It is beautiful. It shows well on film. So, so anyways, and and again, I, as I tell the sellers, I don't want to do it either. I know you don't want to do it. Yeah. But let me take you through some pictures if you can run through uh, some of these, Justin, on it, and let's go to uh, let's go to some examples of before and after. I'll brag a little bit about that chart right there that just went flying by was a chart that shows, Yeah. yeah, yeah, that chart shows that the top yellow line or orange line was long and foster. And that was the market share that long and foster had back in 2015 as the top team at Samson properties and doing videos. And hopefully, you know, a lot of us adhere to this Samson properties has gone up to number one and not a little, but a lot, as you can see, Keller Williams compass, all of these, um, uh, companies are are clogged up, whereas it looked like Samson's almost got twice as much market share. In yeah. fact, between 1.5 million and 2 million dollars in Vienna, our team has 33 percent of the market share in that one thing. So what we're about to talk about is powerful. It gets homes sold. It gets them sold for a big number. And when that happens, people want to flock to the team that just did that mm-hmm. because if you can do it for the Wilsons, you can do it for us. Okay. All right. Let's go to the next one. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Got to work on the high tech stuff. All right, so here's house. Uh, this is a Morgan and Colby creation right here. They walked into it as you can see, two tone paint, old carpet, lighting um, picture You know, this is what we see a lot.
1: Yeah.
0: We walk into a lot of houses. Now, most agents, if they're by themselves, they don't have anybody working with them. It may be a little difficult to to supervise something like this. But I will tell you that they took that and made, they made it look that. like that. Yep. So oh, not only did it look like this, um, they also redid the carpet upstairs. They spent $8,500 or $8,800 on this house. We were going to put it on for nine nine million, test a $1 million, but I didn't think we'd get it. That house sold for $1.125 million. It sold with eight contracts. It had no home inspection. So for $8,500, we went from that to that, right? Now, so look at some of the pieces here that you see. First of all it's decluttered. Yep. The walls look clean. That is rage paint. That is Revere Pewter edge comb, Edgecomb
1: Calm, one of those a nicer carpet, 350 bucks. Yeah, from Wayfair, you can get that carpet or that uh, that rug underneath the table, 300 bucks. The lighting fixtures a couple hundred bucks, right? Um you take everything off the windows, you clean the windows. So, like you said, I mean that's that right there going from that room to this room doesn't cost very much. You know, it's just paint and a couple hundred bucks for for, uh, for fixtures. Here you go again. You see the same kind of home. This is a different home.
0: This is a nine hundred and fifty thousand. Not so. This is on Penderbrook. Yep. These houses sell for nine hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars, but they sell in an average of eighty-one days. So my concern was, they take a long time to sell. I don't know what the problem with the neighborhood is, but they take a long time to sell. So I said, we're going to go up at nine fifty, and we're going to fix it up and we're going to fix it up so there you go that's what it looks like so this is the pictures that went out this is just paint this is just a little fix up remove um
1: yeah we removed the two chairs in front of the window so you can yeah. see that nice
0: so that's the, you know what's the defining characteristic of the house let's make sure we on the golf accentuate
1: course. that that's a golf course also course. our our camera or our, our photos right here not using flash using flame photography you see through the window and you see out onto the golf course right which is a huge plus If if you had a flash Photography, it would wipe that out and you wouldn't be able to see that. We're going to show you the difference
0: between flash photography and flambian photography, but that house, that $975,000 house sold for $1,095,000. It had 17 contracts and over a hundred people at the open house. I'm not saying it was all that. It's a combination of making sure that you price it right and take the time to set the house up. There you go. This is a current competitor of Billy's uh, today. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going on the market. We're going on the market. We can see that that's what the bathroom looks like. Look at the yellow paint. Yep. Look at the dark cabinets. Look at
1: the builder grade um, countertop. Yep. And, so, and this is what we see in a lot of 2000 to, to 2010 builds, right? A lot of the homes we go in in Vienna and Oakton were built in 2000 or in that era where this is just what everybody used, right? So this is a generation behind what we're using now. So the Fish want what's in right now, and this is what's in right now. So this was this cost about five thousand dollars to go from that to that. Um, you have quartz countertop here. We take the countertop off, paint the uh, the cabinets, um, a new mirror here. And if you need a new light fixture, again, that would be a you know a, a couple hundred bucks if if there were um, light fixtures above the mirror. But this mirrors uh, four hundred bucks on on Wayfair. The faucets aren't very expensive. But um, here's the thing what Billy has done with the bathrooms exactly. is that's brushed gold.
0: Yep. So a lot of times we we'll walk into a gold bathroom. They have gold everywhere. Right. And, and we know that gold dates a house or brass. It just dates the house. So by introducing um, quartz countertops and brush gold. Yeah. And there's gold around that mirror. Yep. It kind of makes gold cool again and, and will help with the other house. Now that bathroom, you can see has frameless glass, yeah. which is always a great addition, but,
1: That looks like a 2023 bathroom, whereas that does not. And whenever we say we're going to update the bathroom, sellers immediately think, oh, my gosh, that's going to cost 30 grand or 40 grand. We're not ripping out and redoing the entire bathroom, right? We're spending a couple thousand dollars on cosmetics. Exactly.
0: All we did here was cosmetics. That's all we're trying to do. All right, so let's look at this. This is part of the competitor that Billy's facing today. Look at the old carpet. Look at the old window treatments. Look at the paint. Look at the... It's just, it's terrible. This is basically what it should look like, right? And again, the flamboyant photography it's, brings it's the outdoors crazy. in. Now, when we're selling a house, this one is in Oakton, the, the buyer is looking in Vienna or in Arlington or McLean or something where there could be houses back there. Or, you know, we're trying to show that this is a nice setting in this house. So here's a dining room setup. Now, look at the windows. When you go in and they said, oh, that's nice you know, mahogany or whatever, you know, kind of wood it is. It's a great stain. Look at the difference between that dining room and that dining room. This is what the buyers want. This is not what the buyers want. This is a dated old look with old carpets, with old uh, lighting fixtures, with old windows. The windows are all closed. You can't see outside. You can picture yourself having dinner here with the woods outside of that yeah. you cannot do it from this picture right
1: here and it's delicate too right you can't walk into a seller's house and say this looks horrible well we're changing it. L- let me just Whereas say we that. just have to demonstrate and you have to position it correctly i guess with the seller well, uh, that more more right. buyers are going to want this look as opposed to, to the old well look. that's where morgan
0: pointing the phrase taking it from traditional to transitional hit the nail right on the head exactly and it really to be honest with you it changed everything for us it used was. It usually was price, 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 price. Now it's price and prepare, price and prepare. Now it's price, prepare, do your predictive analysis and get your marketing. So, but this really opened our eyes to not only how powerful it looks, but how to frame it so that the sellers understand it's not ugly. It's not, it's just dated and that's a traditional look. And we need to give the buyer friendly transitional
1: look. And having the numbers to support it too, right? Where we're going to, Put ten thousand in, and you're going to get a hundred thousand back. Right. Right. And you always say if you went to Vegas and put ten grand on on a table, and it could give you hundred grand back, and if you lose, you get fifty grand back, you would always do that. Right. So so let's
0: let's we're talking about return on investment here. Correct. Yep. If if a person can put in can take a nine hundred and seventy five thousand dollar house, put in eight thousand dollars, and sell it for a million ninety five, then the return on investment of that eight thousand is extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. And And the numbers that I use are seven to one return on investment. That is low. I can tell you that I think if we spend $10,000, we're going to get back $100,000. On that house, we spent eight and we got back 125. Spent 8,000, got 125. So using the new math, that's not a seven to one return on investment. That's a big investment. So- this is what the buyers are looking for. They're looking for drums down on the lower right corner. You can see that's, that's a, a new kind of look. They're not looking for the little candles with the things Case. on top, or they're not looking for the brass that goes like this, which we see in 90% of the houses. That's what they're looking for. That cage is what they're looking for in the kitchen, on the master bedroom. So what Billy, Morgan, Kelly, what everybody, the Pam, what they'll do is we have preferred stuff, that when we go to the client, the client doesn't have to buy that or right. not buy it, but they don't have to find it. We already know what we want. In fact, we don't want a seller to pick anything because why? I'm 65 <laughs> and whatever I pick out ain't gonna work. I'm not trying to get a 65 year old to buy this out. I want them to buy it. Right. I want Kelly to buy it. I want Morgan to buy it and Colby. So I want you guys, we have preferred stuff. We send that in a shopping cart to the seller Say, pay for it. It ships to your house. We'll send somebody over and have them put it up. Mm-hmm. The doors are very important. That hardware, nobody wants to pull the hardware off a house. But I will tell you that hardware dates a house. It is the number two thing, uh, target on, on, um, on what we need to do in order to get this house from old to new. And, you know, I think our guy, which we will not disclose his <laughs> name. Um, you know, I guard his secret. Uh, you know, pretty, pretty close. Information. Um, because he'll go in here for, you know, a couple thousand dollars and swap out all of the gold hardware for Matt Black. And yep. Billy's got the hardware that's the coolest hardware of all time. So we know what hardware we want. We have the hardware drop shipped, and then the painters come over and knock that out, right? Mm-hmm. Also in preparing a house when the painters are coming over doing all of this stuff, they're also pulling screens out of those windows. You saw how powerful all of those Uh, pictures look like. We've got the trees. You can tell what kind of trees we have because we take the screens out. They look awful. They look dirty. They look dingy. So pull them all out, tag them, throw them in the basement. Now, this is where we switch over to flambient photography versus the rest of the market, which uses flash. All right. I don't know. Can you do that uh, full screen, uh, Justin? Because these are kind of detailed. If you could see the hardwood floors on the left or the hardwood floors on the right, the flash will, will just White it out. wipe things out, right? And before we walked into this house, Morgan and I looked at it, and that's the other realtor's picture on the right. We said, this is dated. This is really that. But you look at the one on the left, it's really not. It, it's very charming. All right, this is flash photography on a kitchen windows. Same home. Same home. When you look at us taking a picture of the same thing, you can see every tree in the back, how clear it all is how how beautiful it is through the windows and then this this is another example yep. of a bad way of doing it see how you can't see anything out of the back window that when you look at the wall of of one of our houses i mean you could see it's a river birch over here there's a great myrtle right there that's how clear it has to be so part of preparing a house is getting the right pictures with flamboyant photography and then we create a website. We create a custom website. Agents have their own way of doing things, and I'm sure Samson Properties has a way for agents to do their own website. but we create a custom website that shows all the interior pictures, spectacular you know views of the house, exterior of the views now our, our let me go back to this Our main uh, point um, in marketing, which we're going to talk about next week, is People in Vienna are going to pay a certain thing for a Vienna house, but that house in Vienna is worth maybe $400,000 or buyers have to pay $400,000 more to live in Arlington to buy the same size house. So if we can take that house, we can picture it correctly, we can build a website, we can make it look so attractive, and then the marketing will ship it to people in Arlington, two people in McLean, two people in D.C. and Alexandria, where. Uh, a 1.5 million dollar house costs 2.1 million dollars in Arlington. Great. Right. but see what you can get in Vienna for 1.5. That's next week's seminar. But, but in preparing it like this, it's it's extremely powerful that they know how far away from the airports they don't know where Vienna is. I had a guy call me up. He was looking for houses in McLean. He calls me up. I'm going, "Hey man, where the hell's Vienna?" I said, what, "What are you talking about? Vienna's in Northern Virginia." <laughs> He goes, no, no, no. Like, where, is it next to Mc- is it, where is it in comparison to McLean? I said, we are right next door to McLean. Jesus, He goes, I've been looking at McLean for the last year. I cannot find what I want. I want that house. It says it's in Vienna. He's in a penthouse in New York. He's looking at his Wall Street Journal feed. And pow, that comes up. That's the house he's looking for. It's a miracle. And when he, <laughs> it's not a miracle. It's Google Ads. So, you know, we target him we 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 get it out to the right people and but it is the preparation it is the pictures it is how cool it looks um it is that it has a home inspection already done it's it's already had its um uh you know its title work run mm-hmm. the the pictures all look for transitional so in preparing a house um which i think is key that's what helps you get to that first 96. this is this is basically proof and again I always say when somebody tells me something, uh, you know, I'm like, all right, whatever, whatever. I want to see how many times have you done this? Is it one? Is it two? You do two, three deals a year, or is there a good track record behind this? So in the middle of the page, you'll see CDOM, that is uh, Cumulative Days on Market. And those are all the houses that were launched this year. So all of those houses you can see on the right, they're not cheap houses. They're 1.5s, 1.6s. You can see that they all sold in that in that magic time period, uh, under seven days. We shoot for the first ninety-six, um, and the only one you see that's that's uh, missed that boat is the Riding Club down at the very bottom,
1: which still isn't is the old. That's the record for and Prince William, William County. County. Go back just real quick to that last slide. You can also see on the uh, on the furthest right is the close price, next to the original list price, and all of those are. Anywhere from 25 to 150 over list price. Right. I'm looking at one that says it's
0: a million dollars and the list and the sales price was 1.15 million. So, again, you know, what we're searching for, and I can't emphasize this enough, what we're trying to get to is we need to have the buyers under maximum pressure. There's five people, they all are trying to get this house. They are under pressure to give us their highest and best offer. When we talk about contracts, we'll talk about highest and best offer versus escalation clause. But the maximum pressure is on this person in the first 96 hours. On the other hand, total leverage is on the hand of the seller, right? So we've got total leverage. They've got total pressure. That's the kind of negotiating environment, what we call preparing the battlefield. That's the kind of negotiating environment that we want to be in. The most important thing, and Billy can attest to this, Mm -hmm. on getting the first 96, we haven't mentioned it yet. Is backup contract. Oh yeah, so if we priced it right, we prepared it correctly, and everybody's in a dogfight over this house. Now you're going to get backup contracts. So we had a nice backup contract on a house on Lawyer's Road. We're up contract, all cash, no contingency, all cash, seventy-seven thousand over list price, no contingency. Decided that they just made a mistake. We just don't want that. We just, you know, we just want. We don't, we want out of this, right? So boom, we got a contract right behind it, same price, not as good a turn, not as good a turn because it had financing. Yeah, it wasn't all cash. Um, but Billy and I really, when we hear all cash, we go, Yeah, again, we, I just we have, we're very suspicious people. So we had that backup contract ready to go. So backup kicked into number one, and we never hit the market. The worst thing you can do is sell a house, have it go under contract and then go back on the market. Because you don't have time to tell people, hey, the the first contract just had cold feet. There's nothing we can do. What they're thinking is, you failed your home inspection. right? Something's wrong with that house. And now you're damaged goods, and you lose that first 96 negotiating power where everybody wants it. It's the bell of the ball. It's the new shiny thing. And another reason why we want to do the first 96 is because... There's going to be other shiny things coming on on Thursday. All the new inventory is coming on. So if this contract negotiation, we don't close it on Monday or Tuesday. If we get to Wednesday and Thursday, oh, my gosh, there's more houses. The buyer pool gets diverted. Mm -hmm. They start looking at something else. And if you go within seven days, ten days, two weeks, and the house hasn't gone under contract, then what does everybody think? Something wrong with it. Right something wrong with that house now you can look at what we just put up and you could say oh yeah you know everything is sold within the first uh couple days okay it's spring right it's spring but let me tell you something summer's coming and fall is coming and i i think i have a i think i have something on here about what's going to happen right yeah last year so this is a chart from last year And the numbers are how many homes withdrew from the market in in our specific market. And you'll see in January, February, March, and April, pretty much anybody could sell a house. And then came May and June and July and August. And then interest rates started to rise. And then look at October and September, right? So it was a bloodbath in the summer. It was a bloodbath in the fall. So we want to make sure that... You know that this track record of making sure they go in the first 96 is adhered to all year long. So don't go falling asleep in the spring because it's coming, and you'll never hear the bullet like they say in the Marines. You'll never hear the bullet. I'm telling you, it's coming and it'll be on you. So, so we want to make sure. And again, this is this is not a hobby for us. Right. I mean, if you're a professional, you're not a professional in the spring. You're a professional all the time, every day, every listing. Everything has to be done right, whether it's pricing it or preparing it or whatever. You've got to adhere to all protocols because sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's hard. And if and if you want to make sure that you're always on it, last year ninety-two percent of our houses, even in that market, ninety-two percent of our houses sold in the first first week. You know, and that's not bragging; it's just the fact of the protocol of the pricing that we talk about and the, and the preparing the home, which we're just talking about now. And, and I will tell you, here's where the problem is on most listings that we see. This is not something that gets done. I, and, uh, and I'll be honest with you. A lot of the better real estate agents are maybe a little older. They are maybe, you know, 50, 60, I guess, but let me tell you something. It looks good to us. Looks fine to me. right? It doesn't look fine to uh, I mean some of my bigger competitors are in their 60s 70s and they're the big the big dogs you know in our in our area but not anymore not I mean we we are up here and they're down here and the reason for that is because Morgan and all these you know Kelly and Billy and Colby and Irv, they take those houses and they prepare them correctly and they sell fast and and when you look at a listing that where all the walls are yellow right and it's sitting on the market for 40 60 90 days you know, preparing the house, again, I will say, nobody wants to do it. Right. You don't want to do it. You're busy. I don't want to do it. I'm busy. The seller sure doesn't want to pay for anything. Right. And the, But the one thing that we need to focus on is it's not an expense. It's an investment. Mm-hmm. And the seller's not going to paint the walls. We got guys that'll paint the wall. And if any seller ever says, I'll paint it, it's like, no, you won't paint it. Seen seller painting? We're not going to paint it. We're gonna get a professional in here that has the best cut lines, that does everything correctly, that uses the right paint, that knows how to get the doors. Then I walk in a $1.8 million house, it looks like a $1.9 million house. So it's got to be done by professionals from beginning
1: to end. And then also on the flip side, as a buyer, knowing all of this, yeah. instead of getting into a you know a, a huge negotiation where houses go 200,000 over list price, um, you can take your buyer. And go look for a listing that yeah. looks like yeah. that, right? because yeah. I mean, we know how to to make it look like it's it's twenty twenty. So on the as a buyer's agent, you know, I'm a buyer's agent on our team. Um I can go you know, I can tell our buyers, don't worry, I can it's paint. yeah, it's just paint and it's hardware. and the the bones are good. It's in a good spot. it It meets all of the criteria that you need. like somebody just put, that they exactly. overpriced it. They've underprepared it. It's on the market it's for called, 30 days.
0: In the old days, I don't know what you call it. Today. 20 days. In the old days, we used to call it sweat equity, right? Right. Buy a house, you fix it up, you'd increase the value, and you have sweat equity that you put in that house. When a person sees a house that needs paint, they're like, okay, I'll buy it at a $100,000 discount and I'll paint it for eight grand. Exactly, yep. And I have sweat equity. There you go. So cosmetics, yes. Capital improvements, no. We don't invest in new kitchens. We don't invest in new bathrooms. All we did in that bathroom was put some lipstick on mm-hmm. it. Just take the countertops off, paint the cabinets, put some gold, some brush gold on it, and put up a $400 mirror. Yep. Be cost effective, and you'll always get your return on your investment. You've been listening to Coffee with Casey. We come to you every Thursday morning at 1030 and go over things. You've been listening to How to Prepare Your House, which is one of the, the number two step of the five steps in getting your house sold in the first 96 days. You've been listening to Coffee with Casey. We come here every Thursday at 1030 and go Facebook Live so we can keep up to date on market conditions and the strategies that help people sell their house in the first 96 days. My name is Casey Sampson. That's Billy Sampson. and You can reach us by just going to caseysampson.com and find all our contact
1: information. We'll see you again next Thursday. Bye now.